Welcome to the Adoption and Foster Care Journey, a podcast to encourage, educate, and equip you to care for children and youth through adoption, foster, and kinship care. Hosted by an adoptive mom with over 22 years of kinship and adoptive parenting experience, she's on this journey with you. Please welcome Sandra Flack. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. That is Luke chapter 2 verses 14. I'm your host Sandra Flack coming to you from just getting over a cold and from my uh, new office in my sort of basement. Uh, If you've been following me on social media, I've been posting some pictures. Um, Just had to move to a part of the house that was a little more private and got uh, better internet. So here I am. Uh, I hope your December is going well. The holiday season can be so hard on our kids, on us parents and caregivers. So cut yourself some slack, as they say. Soul care is so important for those of us on this journey, and this time of year, it's even more so important. Don't fall into the comparison trap. Don't sink into despair as you scroll on social media. All those posts with the perfectly decorated houses and trees and cookies and gifts and with all the children and matching PJs with everyone beaming. Okay, so... I'm recording this episode 16 days before Christmas. My husband just dragged our tree in from outside last night. Like literally, it's been on the porch for four days. Uh, It finally made it into the house. It's standing, but it is not decorated. Uh, And none of our decorations have even made it up from the basement yet. My shopping is not done. I haven't wrapped a single gift yet. I haven't baked any cookies, haven't ordered my Christmas cards. You know, life is busy and it's okay. And on today's Advent episode, we're going to focus on the Prince of Peace. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, pop in a Christmas cookie in your mouth and sit back, relax, uh, because We don't have to go along with the crazy and strive for perfection. We need the Prince of Peace. I do want to give you an update on my grandson, Killian, before we get started. Um, This week, he will be having a heart catheterization uh, to open a very narrow artery in his pulmonary I don't know. It's a pulmonary artery. I've been learning all kinds of heart jargon. My daughter has it all figured out and I'm just trying to keep up. Uh, But the doctors believe that this will be a tremendous help to Killian. And they said it's not within the realm of impossibility that he could be home in time for Christmas, which gave my daughter such needed hope um, that there was light at the end of this tunnel because on our last episode I shared what a roller coaster this has been Um, and at one point even the term transplant was being used as a possibility but right now the doctors are feeling that do this heart catheterization which he doesn't even have to be um, cut open for you know it's where they go in through the I don't know the the leg or whatever through a blood vessel. Um, And it does the balloon thing, just like you would think of in an adult. 
who's having um, heart blockages, uh, same thing um, in his little teeny tiny heart. And they really believe that that will change things now. Um, and there is a possibility he could be home for Christmas. Um, Killian will turn six months old this month, just next week, actually. Um, he's been in the hospital for over two months straight now. He's had two major open heart surgeries. Uh, the first one just within a week of, of him being born. So would you join me in praying and keeping in prayer um, my, my little grandson, Killian, and his parents, Missy and Corey, pray that God would touch little Killian's heart, heal him, and have him home for his first Christmas. And you can stay tuned to my social media. Missy has a, um, a Facebook page for Killian. Um, I think it's called Killian Cardiac Warrior. Um, I share a lot of her posts that she puts there, but you can see pictures of him and get daily updates. My daughter is very faithful in, in updating. So if you've been following the story, you want to know a little bit more, um, you can check it out there, of course. And Killian is the firstborn son of my daughter, Missy, who she joined our family in 1999 through a kinship placement. You can read our family's adoption story in my book, Orphans No More, A Journey Back to the Father. And in it, I detail how all five of my adopted children joined our family and the journey we've been on ever since. So I hope that you will check that out. Um, and before we get to today's Advent message on peace, uh, we have some important announcements for you. Natalie Vecchione of the FASD Hope Podcast and Sandra Flack of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey Podcast would like to invite you to join their Hope for the FASD Journey, a virtual support community for parents and caregivers raising individuals with an FASD, diagnosed or not. This faith-based community includes an online bi-monthly support group, a monthly VIP conversation, and a private Facebook group which includes a video devotional from Natalie and Sandra every Saturday. To register, visit justicefororphansny.org forward slash training forward slash F-A-S-D. And coming up in early 2023, I'll be offering two online workshops, a free 45-minute lunch and learn, which is an introduction to fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. That will be on Wednesday, January 18th uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I will be leading a FACETS uh, class. It is a three-hour uh, workshop understanding and application of the FACETS brain-based approach. That will be on Saturday, January 21st. Sorry, I wanted to make sure I get my date straight there at 10 a.m. Eastern time as well. Uh, this uh, There is a registration for the three-hour class, um, but either way, you have to register so you can get the Zoom link, whether it's for the free lunch and learn or for the three-hour class. Uh, so to register for the workshops and find out more about them, you can go to our website, justicefororphansny.org, and click on events. We've included a link to the website in the show notes for this episode so that you can easily click and go check it out. Also, 
be sure to check out our bonus episodes with Dr. Jared Brown. Dr. Brown specializes in trauma, FASD, autism, and much more. This series of episodes with Dr. Brown focuses on topics of particular interest to us adoptive and foster parents. We dive into topics like prenatal trauma, complex trauma, FASD, screen time, executive dysfunction, inappropriate sexual behaviors, uh, working memory, cognitive flexibility, the the impacts of sugar and sugary sweetened beverages on the body and the brain and and how that affects our kiddos with trauma and FASD. So much really good content in there. Um, Regular episodes of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey, like you're listening to right now. New episodes drop in your inbox on Mondays. Our special series with Dr. Brown, new episodes drop on Fridays. We're doing a total of 20 episodes with Dr. Brown. They all land in the same place, and the the ones with Dr. Brown are marked bonus episodes. You won't want to miss them. They've been some of our most popular episodes, so I hope that you will take some time and check them out if you haven't done so already. Now, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode and so that other adoptive foster and kinship caregivers can easily find the show and be encouraged and equipped too. All right, and also I'm recording on a new mic, so if I sound different or louder or we pick up some strange background noise, that may be why. Um, So just to give you a little heads up on that, also posted a little bit of that on social media as well because I got a brand new mic and I'm just having a good time um, using that. So, okay, let's get to today's Advent story or content. Um, The word Advent, as I went over last week, means arrival. On the Christian church calendar, it's the fourth, four Sundays leading up to Christmas. And for the past few years, I focused on Advent for our December podcast episodes. So throughout December, because we anticipate the arrival of Christ, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, our Prince of Peace. But you know, we don't have to wait for peace because he is already here. Could you use some peace? No matter what age or stage your kids are at, whether they came to you through adoption, foster care, a kinship placement, or maybe even by birth, this parenting journey is hard. I remember when our first adopted daughter came to us. Back in 99, Missy was only eight years old. We had no idea what childhood trauma was or how it impacted the the brains and bodies of children. And we'd never heard of FASD. Uh, We just assumed that if we raised her like we were raising our bios with the same privileges and opportunities and expectations and consequences, you know, punishments and all of those things, disciplines, we would just all live happily ever after and it was going to be great. And if you're kind of nodding your head and chuckling, you know that that is not how this works. It was hard. She was difficult. We muddled through. But by the time she was 19 and was packing up her stuff to move out, I needed a break. Our other kids needed a break. By the by that time, we'd already brought home our four Ukrainian kiddos through adoption. And I was, I was stretched and 
It was it was it was rough, and the added tension that that difficult relationship brought to the table, brought to our household. Um, there wasn't a lot of peace going on, and I needed peace. But of course, I worried how she would make it out there in the world. I worried about all those things that we parents worry about, especially if we have daughters, right? All those worst case scenarios run through your head when you're worried about a daughter or a son. Um, gosh, looking back over the past two decades of parenting, I realize I often parented out of fear. But the more I tried to control the situation, the worse I made it. Now, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. My parents divorced when I was little and my father abandoned our family. And I share a lot of that part of my story in my book as well. I was left with rejection and abandonment issues, which made for tumultuous teen years, if you know what I mean. And so I wanted to protect my kids from that, especially my three girls. But you know what? Sometimes we know too much. You know, there was a time when I didn't know what I didn't know. But then we kind of begin to just take in all of this information and we become trauma-informed and FASD-informed. But then we can come to this place where we know so much that we start to imagine all of the worst-case scenarios. The, the more we learn about the impacts of childhood trauma, the more we know about FASD and the secondary and tertiary symptoms, we begin to fear those outcomes. You know what? Fear only leads to pain, but faith leads to peace. When we start to worry and feel hopeless, when we fear the unknown because of what we know, that fear starts to set in. We must turn to the one who is peace. We're not supposed to do anything out of fear, let alone parent that way. We need to turn to the one who is peace. He knows the future, our future and our kids' future, because he wrote the book. I love the book of Psalms. I love chapter 139 and especially verse 16, which says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God created our kids. He knows their story. He wrote it. He created them for a purpose. Now, I'm not saying that the childhood trauma or the prenatal exposures were God's doing. That was where sin entered in. That was, you know, the choices of man. But God's perfect plan for their lives does not change because of that. It is still possible because with God, all things are possible. He accomplishes his purposes. Our job, yes, it's to do our best. We can't control outcomes, but we have to do our best. We have to learn all the things, apply what we can, but we need to pray. Prayer is our greatest battle strategy. And prayer is powerful when we pray scripture, especially over our kids. And I remind the Lord all the time in prayer, God, you created my son. You created him in your image. You have a purpose and a plan for his life. 
and I just go through the scriptures and I just remind the Lord of all of the things that he says because God is faithful and he will do it. And yes, this journey is hard and we face a lot of trials and difficulties. And I think of other moms out there who have very difficult journeys, but who have pressed into the Lord and it, it's a process, and sometimes it is a daily process. But I think of um, author and speaker Carol Kent. I don't know if you're familiar with Carol Kent at all. Um, she's written several books on speaking and writing, and um, she's written. she wrote the book um, Laying Down My Isaac. And um, she and her husband have one biological son who is an adult now, and he's serving a life sentence in prison uh, because he committed murder. And this was not the future that they had for their son who'd been in the military and everything. Um, but their whole lives have have played out um, with them really starting a ministry to prisoners and their son leads Bible studies within the prison. And um, you can you can search search more about Carol online. You can read her book um, and learn more about her story. And she's she's got great social media and a website and all of that. But she's used that trial and that pain um, and allowed the Lord to transform her life and her ministry in and through it. Um, and God has transformed her son in and through it, even while serving a life sentence in prison. Not what any parent wants for their child, but God can take and do amazing things through trials and tribulation, which is just multiplying seeds. There is kingdom work and fruit being done, even in prison, through that ministry. And I think of my my dear sweet friend Mandy Litsky, who some of you some of you know. She's an adoptive mom of gosh several like I don't know eighteen kids. Um, she was in the foster care system herself, um, and and she and her husband Dave have adopted several children, um, many with special needs, and they've lost two sons along the way that they've had to bury. And they have a little girl who right now is is going through her second round of cancer treatments. And it is hard. But let me tell you something. When I'm on social media and I'm reading Mandy's posts and she posts every day all the time, I am just in awe of, of Christ in her shines through even though she has walked through some of the greatest difficulties and challenges that that many of us we're not going to face those things you know and but Mandy does it in a way that gives glory to God and she does it with perfect peace because she knows her prince of peace so yes this journey is filled with trials and troubles you know in in John chapter 16 verses 30 verse 33 Jesus said I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And I have to even say, to circle back around with my with my daughter, Missy, you know, uh, I didn't ever expect when she left at age 19 that we would have the kind of relationship now 
that we do have. And even in the midst of the trials that she is walking through with her baby being uh, born with a heart defect and all of this difficulty, um, the Lord has been faithful to rebuild our relationship. And I have to tell you, one of one of the things that has helped um, over the past few years is it's that 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 one of those strategies from Dr. Karen Purvis, yeses, giving yeses. Because I'll have to tell you, grow, when she was growing up and when and she was living home, I, she, it was so difficult. I didn't ever feel like saying yes to that little girl. Um, and you know, I feel terrible about it now. But when you're living in it and it's so hard, I didn't. I rarely felt like I, I wanted to say yes because it was so hard. Um, but after she moved out and then after I began to learn about childhood trauma and uh, trust-based relational intervention and all of that, um, I started learning about the power of giving yeses and giving voice and, and implementing that in our relationship, even as she's now an adult, has been transforming in our relationship. And I've been able to be there. I got to be there for the birth of Killian, something I never would have thought would have been possible. She wanted me there. I got to be there. I got to see him be born. Um, and I've, I've, I've flown from New York to Denver three times in the past five months, six months, um, you know, and those were my yeses. It wasn't easy for me to get to Denver. You all know what I have. Um, that was not a New York accent right there. I don't know where it came from, but you know, you guys know, there you go, there's some New York, you guys know it's not easy to leave home when you've got kids at home with FASD and trauma. Um, but I had to say yes, and I went, and it was so worth it, and that relationship is is improving, and I'm able to be there and be a support and see my daughter really shine in what really is, you know, some would be considering it a dark time. And yeah, in some ways it is a dark time, but you know what? The light of Christ is shining in that dark time. And sometimes when it's the darkest is when the light shines the brightest. Whew. So, you know, after pouring out our hearts to God in prayer, that's when we encounter the Prince of Peace. And I prayed countless prayers over the years for my daughter, Missy. I prayed countless prayers begging the Lord to help me love her as he loved her, to help me see her as he saw her, because I wasn't feeling the warm fuzzies with all of the conflict and all of the stress and all of the trials. But now, so many years later, I get to love her as he loves her, and I get to see her as God sees her. And it's really been a blessing in this in this season. And that's what we need to do. I encourage you throughout this holiday season and into the new year and throughout the new year, commit to covering your kids in prayer. I know many of you already do this. I'm probably sort of preaching to the choir, but I think it's a good reminder first to myself and then to you so that we can stay the course because it is a difficult journey. My dear soul sister, Natalie Vecchione, um, has been reminding me lately of that old hymn by Horatio Spafford, It Is Well With My Soul. 
And while I will spare you and not sing it for you, the first stanza says, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. I encourage you to look up the lyrics online and read through all of them because they are very inspirational. We can have peace like a river in the midst of our storms because we know the Prince of Peace personally. And he is the only way we can truly say it is well. It is well with my soul. Friends, I pray that you will encounter the Prince of Peace this holiday season. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey. Be sure to tune in next week when our Advent message will focus on joy. I hope that you feel encouraged and better equipped for your parenting journey today. For help along the way, be sure to check out our website for resources for foster, adoptive, and kinship caregivers. Uh, We have the Hope for the FASD Journey Virtual Support Community. And let me tell you, that has been a blessing to our little group. We meet the first three Tuesdays of every month online. And we've just are building relationship and encouragement. And we, like I said, we meet those three times. We have a private Facebook group. Natalie and I share Saturday morning soul care devotionals. Um, and it's just been really, really good. Uh, we also, of course, in addition to the support group, in addition to this podcast, we have our Intro to FASD Lunch and Learn, which is free. Um, and we also offer FACETS workshops. Everything is available on our website at justicefororphansny.org. And I'd always like to give out a shout to our business sponsors, Trinuclear Corporation, Bishop Bowdry Construction, and National Bank of Cooksaki, and Coleman Insurance Agency. These businesses care about children and families in crisis, and they help us at JFO do what we do. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to let us know by subscribing and let your fellow adoptive and fostering friends know also so that they can listen to the show and be encouraged and equipped too. Be sure to find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Justice for Orphans. You can also find and follow me, Sandra Flack, on both platforms as well. I am grateful that you spent your valuable time with me today. I am thrilled to have you along for the journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Adoption and Foster Care Journey podcast, brought to you by Justice for Orphans. We hope you were encouraged today. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review and share it with your fellow foster and adoptive parent friends so they can be encouraged too. Be sure to find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Justice for Orphans. And check out our website for vital resources at justicefororphansny.org.